Well, today, today we celebrate the memorial of St. Bonaventure, who is a very great uh, teacher, doctor of the church, he's considered, and uh, he's a great theologian, a uh, contemporary with St. Thomas Aquinas in the 13th century. He was a Franciscan, and Thomas was a Dominican, so uh, you might think they were ri- rivals, but they, they, um, they were friends, and they had a deep mutual respect and love for each other. Um, and I'm going to tell a little story about uh, the interaction between Bonaventure and Thomas. Probably some of you have heard it. Uh, I'll, I'll tell that. But let me kind of lead up here. I think the theme of this homily is simply listening, the importance of listening and how wisdom, like St. Bonaventure had great wisdom and understanding, comes from listening. Listening very deeply, listening with the hearts, listening with the whole of one's person to another person. It's very important to listen. Um, right now, I, I confess that uh, because of a number of recent um, ministerial interactions that I had when I was still in Auburn, I said to myself, you know, I should really actually read, it's, very, it's an old book at this point right now, I mean old in terms of popular, popular literature, but I should probably read uh, Dan Brown's The Da Vinci Code because it's like I cannot believe how many people are influenced by this book. So... I should I should probably have read this thing, you know. Um, so I'm listening to it actually on audiobook because I don't have a ton of time to read, unfortunately, anymore. Uh, so I'm listening to audiobooks. I drive in my car, and uh, I would say, unfortunately, much like what the Pharisees uh, here in our in our gospel, you know, we know this is very anti-Catholic, extremely anti-Catholic. But I think Dan Brown fails to really listen and really understand Catholicism. So the kind of the image of Catholicism that is projected in this fictional work is this kind of weird distortion caricature that is anybody who's a deeply uh, a Catholic who's deeply embedded in their faith won't recognize the kind of Catholicism that he's portraying. It's like what what is he even? This is not the Catholicism I know. I mean, this is the, the sense that I think. Um, a very devout Catholic would get when they when they would to uh, read this book. So I, I really think that uh, Mr. Brown has failed to really listen to uh, a group or a religion that he doesn't agree with, and that's fine. But you still need to listen. And I think in in contrast to that, you have another person who was not sympathetic to Catholicism. Uh, the the author of the script. I don't know if it was a book before. It was author of the script of A Man for All Seasons. We're familiar with A Man for All Seasons. And uh, I don't know if it was based on a book, but I saw, I've seen the movie years ago, and the, the author of that script is an atheist. He's an atheist. But he, he listened very deeply, very, very profoundly, and he read. And he read not just St. Thomas More as uh, you know words on a page, but as another human being. And he really came into contact with him. And he produced a work of art that really captures um, this this man, St. Thomas More, a man of profound conscience and and duty. Um, so it shows you that you know you don't have to necessarily agree with a particular point of view to be able to listen deeply and portray it sympathetically and and authentically. Uh, I, I, I we see here with the Pharisees, Jesus says to them twice, "Have you not read?" Have you not read? When we read uh, the Old Testament, we're reading not just a human author. We're reading a divine author. And uh, 
we need to enter deeply into what this author is saying. And um, the Pharisees failed to do that. If they had done that, they would have actually been able to penetrate past the Sabbath, past the temple, and they would have been able to see the eternal word of God that is was prophesied in the Old Testament, uh, prophesied uh, that he would come and he would be greater than the temple. He would be greater than the Sabbath. And so it's a, it's a failure on their part to deeply, sympathetically, profoundly enter into uh, the author of, of what they were reading, the author of the Old Testament. If they had, they would recognize this, this is him. This is it. This is the word of God. We're, he's standing in front of us. Uh, and with Bonaventure, with St. Bonaventure, he was a man who was a man of books. He was a man of learning. But he went beyond words, and he, he went to the author behind the wisdom of the words that he was reading, and he truly grasped uh, Christ Jesus. Uh, so the story goes with Thomas and Bonaventure. As Thomas comes into Bonaventure's study, and he says, uh, Bonaventure, where do you get your... What book, you know, show me the book, the secret book that you have hidden somewhere. Where is it on your shelf of books um, where you get all your wisdom? And Bonaventure says, well, I'll show you the book in which I get all my wisdom. And he goes to like little kind of um, a little uh, altar, basically, you know, in his study. And he pulls back a veil and there is a crucifix. And he says, that is my book. And I read from that book every day very deeply. And this is where I get my wisdom. So Bonaventure went you know, beyond the words of books and of even the Bible. He went to its author. And he saw, you know, I think to myself, uh, um, you, you need to really listen as to what's, what's going on. Yeah, I, I can think of another author, uh, very famous theologian from the 20th century, uh, Henri de Lubac, a French theologian, and he writes an 800, this is a Catholic theologian, he writes like an 800-page book on atheists. Okay, and so it's called The, the Drama of Humanistic Atheism. And he, he highlights like four or five very influential thinkers, like probably you've heard of uh, Friedrich Nietzsche, a okay, very famous 19, uh, 19th century atheist, and um, but here is a man who didn't agree. Obviously, he's not an atheist, but he entered deeply into them. And he really, what he sees the atheist is a cry of suffering. The the atheist really, from the depths of his heart, is crying out. He's suffering. It's a cry for help. And uh, a theologian, Henry de Lubac, could write an 800-page book because he read, he listened so deeply to what these atheists were saying, and he tried to validate the truth of whatever they're saying as much as possible. But in the end of the day, it was really a cry for help and, uh, and to respond to that in mercy. And I think that's what uh, God has done. Humanity is crying out for help, and God sent his son, Jesus Christ, in love and in mercy. And that love and mercy is seen uh, in, in no more powerful place than the cross of Jesus Christ. And that's what St. Bonaventure, he saw the response of a God who listened so deeply to the cry of man. He gave his only begotten son to suffer on the cross for us. Like God, like 
uh, and read the Lubach, or even like the atheist who was the, the author of A Man for All Seasons, we need to listen deeply uh, to others and uh, to, and most especially, let us listen to scripture and listen to um, to what God has said to us, and, and therein we will find his word, his voice, and it's one of love. It's one of the cross of Jesus Christ.